Hey, Chrissy here. I am a landscape architect and the owner of Kismet Design. I am a very process-driven designer, and I love sharing what I do and how I do it with anyone who's interested. Reaching your true potential and achieving your own personal goals will not happen by chance. You have to set your intentions, make a plan, and do the work. Thank you for joining me to nerd out on design. Don't forget to subscribe and to share too. Let's create something great together. Seasonal living is a topic that keeps getting my attention lately. Maybe it's with the Northwest Flower and Garden Show arriving, and that's, to me, always the first sign that spring is on its way. The first time that the topic of seasonal living came up was in a podcast that I listened to. Well, to be honest, it's a podcast that I binge, like many. Um, And then again, it came up in a yoga class. And then the third time it came up was in a totally unrelated podcast um, that I actually hadn't listened to before. And I just couldn't ignore the coincidence. I love a good change in season when it comes to weather. But change in seasons when life, when it comes to life, feels a lot less comfortable. I have always thought about seasons of life more as an evolution or a process of linear growth or on building on the old and becoming wiser, more knowledgeable, all in a straight line. This seasonal change view has always been a linear one, like going from a child to an adolescent and then an adult and finally into old age. There's a progression. And similarly, in the seasons of business that I've mentioned previously, you start out as a newbie and then you get a little bit more seasoned and then your business grows and changes and builds. I've never really thought about it being cyclical rather than linear. But this is a much larger long-term view. Not until recently have I given any thought to it being a cyclical seasonal change of life and the way we move through it on a daily, weekly, monthly, or even yearly basis. Seasons that cycle over and over rather than move linearly and never return to the beginning. When I was very early in my career, the landscape industry was much, much more seasonal than it is now. There was a definite slow season as well as a definite busy season. Now, it all seems to really blur together. There are seasonal shifts, but they are barely noticeable, rather than the dramatic swings of years past. But if you pay attention, it is still there. Maybe we resist this change better, or maybe it's a masking it with tasks to remain disillusioned of its existence. I love the idea of being more intentional about the season, and rather than have a steady pace of busyness through the entire year, designing a schedule to have clearly distinct seasonal change. Now, I don't know if I'll be able to stick to it because I am a serial overcommitment expert and often feel a sense of unease when I'm not busy. I am getting better though. There's some ideas of this seasonal shift and seasonal living and designing my schedule around the seasons that I really find very intriguing. As I've listened to multiple accounts of how and why to live seasonally, this is roughly what I've come up with. 
because I know that I intend to take on more than I should sometimes, maybe it's okay if I plan for a season that I allow myself to do that as long as I plan for a season to recover from it as well. Starting the year with a season of planning and evaluating without much of the doing can give me more dedicated time to really delve in to the planning and mindset of all of the evaluations that I do. That can then shift to a growth phase to implement the planning with enough flexibility to test and change any shifts that I have planned. That season will then lead in to the season of getting stuff done. Nose to the grindstone, hustle, whatever you want to call it. A season full of doing the work, heavy in production. This idea of seasonal workflow opens up opportunities for home life to function seasonally as well. For me, my kids are in sports, which do have a season, although that season bleeds into the rest. But even if it doesn't exactly follow the weather seasons, knowing when my focus will need to be more on work and when my focus will need to be more on family seasonally can help me balance some of my ambitions for work with my love and responsibilities for my family. There's a beauty in the natural changing of the seasons. I love the quote, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. The plants in our gardens have seasons of growth and production, along with seasons of hibernation, which fosters root growth under the surface. This hibernation season can become a season of planning, education, and evaluation in preparation for the burst of growth in the spring, followed by production in the summer for a winding down in the fall tidying up loose ends and flowing through and unfinished tasks to start over again in the cycle. Not to go woo-boo on you, but there are many people that do follow a very seasonal cycle to their life and flow with natural seasons and even time their lives and their activities by things like cycles of the moon. I personally am not in that boat, but there is a nice cadence to the idea. The sun, the moon, the garden all have seasonal shifts, and they all work together. So why do we fight it so much? I wouldn't get into the debate on daylight savings time, but you've got to wonder why sometimes. It seems to all stem from a push to consistently produce more and more. It's the hustle culture that we all seem to push against. I push hard, and I place a high value on efficiency and production but I also don't want to do so if it's in the cost of joy. It is those times when I slow down to evaluate and step back to really look at things that I get the most joy and feel the most sense of accomplishment. Sometimes you really need to be able to step back and have some time to celebrate to make all of the effort worthwhile. I really enjoyed doing that this January with my yearly planning. Last year was a very, very busy year and a very productive year. I had a stint in which I was busier than I care to ever be again, but what it awarded me was the comfort to slow down because I had already accomplished enough that I did not need to push so hard to finish the year off strong. I also had a few clients early this year that have needed to reschedule and rather than scramble to fill those voids, We chose to use that time to work on some non-client projects within the business, like a website redesign. 
In planning for this year, I chose to keep my yearly goals the same as last year, rather than push for more and more and more growth year after year. The last few years have built upon each other in leaps and bounds. Now is the time that I want to keep my client workflow steady and expand my roots and reach in some other aspects of business, like this podcast. I think I'm most drawn to the idea of living seasonally because I find so much beauty in the natural changes of the seasons, and it always brings a great sense of anticipation. We are part of the system naturally, but we have contrived our own system that runs very separate from the natural seasonal shifts, but it's always there in the background and occasionally ekes his way up and through our artificial system. Because I can't help myself, I also started looking into the idea of productivity and efficiency on a cyclical basis and ran across some research on hormonal cycles and productivity that was absolutely fascinating. I won't go into too much detail, but the thing that I found the most interesting was not that each of us have an energy cycle throughout the day that affects our efficiency to do certain types of tasks, because this is something that on one hand, it's kind of like, well, duh. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, I know that I am better to focus on analytical tasks like QuickBooks in the morning and creative tasks in the afternoon. But I also found the mind bending fact that men have a 24 hour hormonal cycle while women have a one month or 28 days, if you want to get technical, hormonal cycle. Everyone knows that women have a hormonal cycle of approximately one month, but the correlation of that hormonal shift for productivity is what was really fascinating to me. For women, there are not only energy flows for productivity daily, but also cycles monthly. That means that within a given month, you will have a week or two of energy to be super creative and problem solve, followed by production then followed up with a need for rest and rejuvenation. For men, this same cycle is only 24 hours and cycles every 24 hours, meaning that rather than focusing on a project heavy in creativity for a week or two at a time, they are better doing it daily for a more brief amount of time. I think That may be why men generally are better able to shift and shut tasks off and keep things in nice, tidy little boxes mentally, where women, myself included, will immerse themselves into a thought for days and lose sleep thinking about something. Well, on the other hand, my husband will think of it for a bit, shift to something else, easily take a nap and come back to that same problem the next day. Something I wish I could do. But when I put my mind to something, or when I have a problem that I'm working on solving, I have a really hard time turning it off. Now, I'm generalizing because this isn't the case for everyone, but you get the idea. To me, the biggest benefit I see to incorporating the idea of cyclical changes and living more seasonally and embracing the fluctuations and flow better is that I see it helping me be more present and to allow myself better time to rest and rejuvenate to refuel for the next season of production and growth. There is a wealth of knowledge and ideas on how to incorporate seasonal living beyond productivity and energy cycling. 
For a long time, there has been research on eating seasonally by focusing on locally grown and in-season foods, which not only has health benefits, but community benefits, as well as supporting local and being more sustainably conscious about your choices. One of the best definitions I have found to living seasonally is to consciously surrender to the inevitable changes within and around us on a moment-to-moment basis. Seasonal living is about allowing for those different periods without being attached to any one of them and trusting that there will be a return of all phases in due course. This also defined each phase of the four parts into four parts of our breath cycle. Spring is the inhale with the energy of growth and play. Summer is the top of the inhale, fully expanded with energy of expression and abundance. Autumn is the exhale with the energy of reflection and gathering, while winter is the bottom of the exhale, empty and focused on intuition and rejuvenation. Especially in business, I find that when things are slow, there's a tendency to get worried, especially with the looming discussions of upcoming recession. This breeds a scarcity mindset, which opens the door to making decisions for your work and business that might not align with your values or goals or intentions. We've all been there when we've taken on a client we knew wasn't a good fit because we felt we needed the work. Maintaining an abundance mindset and having faith that the inquiries will return and it won't be slow forever can keep you from panicking and making business choices you might not appreciate later. But even when you've got a very steady flow of business, having the mindset that things do need to function and flow and not be at a steady pace of chaos is important to keep in mind too. We all can't run that fast for that long. I would love to hear from you on how you either intentionally or unintentionally find yourself living seasonally and what your thoughts on, on how it affects your productivity and your contentment in both your life and your business. Do you think that you might implement some seasonality into your scheduling? Leave me a message on Spotify or reach out via social media. I would love to hear your thoughts and open up the discussion. To wrap up, I want to thank you for your time. I hope the ideas discussed today have left you feeling excited and energized. As I build both my business and my life, I value the support and feedback you provide. I would love for you to reach out to me to let me know what you think. Give me ideas or just to connect. Please don't forget to subscribe and also share with a friend. Until next time, go create something wonderful.